Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Razorback basketball lost two out of three at Atlantis. Uh, obviously, they're still piecing it together. Coach Z, this is what happens, you know. I'm coming off a holiday. I'm feeling good. I'm pretty happy, and Wes is trying to piss me off, and I won't stand for it. I am standing. I know what's better, radio coach. I'm pissed off Justin or a happy Justin. Well, I don't want to argue oh, with yeah, you today. No, I'm trying to be in a good mood. I got a belly full of great Mexican food from Elias, and you're trying to make me be in a bad mood, and I don't want to do it. I stopped, and you said what? Yeah. Say it. Say it. I didn't yeah, want that to. Running back was good. He's an Thank you, coach. Story, you know, he was like a Truman State. He's an amazing story. And Will Bartlett, who I worked with for a long time when I was coaching at Mizzou, and then he came to Arkansas with us. Will was always telling me how good he was. I was like, Will, I don't, I don't know. I'm not buying that. And, uh, boy, he, he was pretty good last year against us, and then he, he, he wore us out. He sure did. Uh, and they, it's, a, it's really surprising that Missouri's 10-2, and two, but you got to give them credit. They, they have had a heck of a year. Yeah, they were one of the great surprises this year. I mean, Arizona, Missouri, who else has had a, a season that was completely, I mean, not completely unexpected, but way better than what we expected. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, they're one of the top three or four teams as far as overachieving expectations, right? They're number nine yeah. in the country. Yeah. Ole Miss, too. Ole Miss has been a little Scrub bit of a running back. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, they had, you know, that's that's the reason why you don't gamble on uh, rivalry <laughs> games. The Egg Bowl. I mean, oh. there was no reason why Ole Miss should not have beaten Mississippi State by four touchdowns. And it was a dogfight. Yeah. Yep. So. Anyway, uh, Coach, how was the trip to Atlantis outside of the basketball? I just want to hear about the resort and the, the experience, first of all. I hope to someday oh, save enough money to go. Yeah, I had never been there, and it was a beautiful place. It's like uh, Las Vegas on the water, man. You know, I, didn't, I didn't know there was going to be all these casinos, and there was a lot of, I mean, just a lot going on there. we got yachts sitting out. You walk outside the hotel, and you're looking at these incredible yachts, and on the other side of the hotel is the ocean. There's just a lot going on there. Um, I saw all or parts of all 12 games. I stayed in the gym a lot, so in the morning I'd get up and go walking around. Games just started at 12 over there, oh. and I'd get out and roam around. But it was I loved being in that, that ballroom gym. It was awesome, and I just watched a lot of games. Got to see a lot of coaches, a lot of NBA scouts and stuff that I know, and it was good to see them. So I wasn't out on the beach anymore. Really yeah. Good. I did, uh, I did when you said you were in the gym a lot, I was like, "Wait a minute! You pumping iron the whole time? You meant the basketball oh, no. gym? I guess." No, I was in the basketball gym. I pumped no iron while I was there. No, but it, <laughs> it, it, it was an awesome place. It really was. I had never been. It's a, it's an expensive kind of spot though, and uh, yeah, and uh, it was, but it was a great thing for our guys to be able to go. We played some good food. It's pretty good. Now they got smacked the last game. I went to the. They had the last place game for seventh place. It was the 12th and final game of the tournament. You know, usually that would be like the first game of the last day, but all their schedule was based on TV. And so this was like an ESPN Plus game, and it was the actual last game. So there was not a whole lot of people there other than those two fan bases. That few. Stanford had the least people there of anybody. And, uh, you know, even Northern Iowa ended up blowing them out. But, uh, pretty good teams there. It, it really was a good tournament. I was so impressed with Villanova, man. They were good. Michigan was just okay. Uh, Memphis looked pretty good. But, man, Villanova mm-hmm. was – they were outstanding. Is is Tremont – have you heard anything on Tremont Mark? Is he going to be okay? I mean, you expect him well, to be we'll available see. this week? I think I think that they're going to know a whole lot more today. You know, he, was, he came back with us. He was walking. Um, so everything – that, that was nice to see. But he was definitely sore – banged up, and Coach is going to meet with the media here this afternoon before practice 
and I don't know if he'll have the answer then because, uh, you know, just talking to the trainer, Matt Townsend, you know, this weekend it was going to be like, hey, Monday's going to be it. Let's, let's see how he is at the full practice, and let's see how he's able to do. So I think they'll learn a little bit more today whether he can get out there and practice some. And we've still got over 48 hours, but 8-15 Wednesday night, it'll be coming fast when you're banked up, you know. So hopefully mm-hmm. he can play, and uh, hopefully Coach will have a little bit more info than I have when he has his press conference here in a couple hours. What did you learn about this team over there? I think I learned that it was just things that we uh, I thought that we were ready for that we weren't quite ready for yet. And um, even though the Greensboro loss, even you know, even Old Dominion, uh, you know, you kind of saw some stuff. Hey, we got to do this a lot better quick. And then when you lose to Greensboro, it kind of like, well, this this is going to have these guys are going to have to really step up the sense of urgency, and they can really do that and what was weird though Wes was we we're behind so much right and we played better from behind and we're going to have to learn to play when we have a lead and keep build a lead keep that lead and keep building on it as opposed to falling behind even Stanford we had to make a kind of a ferocious comeback and could beat Stanford you know Stanford gets one stop or makes a front end of a one and one we lose to Stanford but they couldn't do it, and so Arkansas mm-hmm. found a way. I just think that I, I, I learned that, hey, there's things this team's got to get to show market improvement on here. Uh, we don't have, we don't need to have any games. We don't need Devo score 20. There'll be some games he'll be able to do that. But we, we can't have games where we have Devo and Trevin having zero points. We can't do that. And right. so uh, those guys are too important. Um, and so there's just a lot of things that we still have to get better at. at I still think this team can be very good defensively, but we got beat mm-hmm. off a dribble a little bit too much. We saw that a little bit in the home games. And you're thinking, well, that's just because, you know, we're, we're just not there yet. And But when you go there, we got beat off a dribble quite a bit. And um, in our inside on our defense, I mean, Chandler and Trevin, those guys can block check shots and change shots. But we, we've got to shore up the defense. And I think that's what he's going to have to rely on. And, of course, offense, you know, we, we – we just got to get moving a little bit more and get a little bit more uh, motion things going. And at times we were kind of standing around, and that, and that hurt us. You know, we had to take a lot of jump yeah. shots at times because we got some guys, and Coach knows this, and he's been talking about it. He knows we got some guys that can really drive it. Now, Tremont, Tremont had 34 points. He was incredible. And most of us either getting to the basket, just, just going around people and scoring or shooting that pull-up time after yeah. time after time. He's so good. So he's our best player. Um, I thought L. Ellis would, would would be a guy that would be second or third on the team and score, if not lead the team and score. It's a back for the season story and lead us in assists, and we do have to get him going. But now mm-hmm. he's in a battle because Layden Blocker's past him, and Layden was yeah. incredible. He was so good over there, and uh, maybe that'll lift L's game, saying, hey, I got this young man right here. He's playing his tail off, so if I want to play any, if you'd have told me that L wouldn't score a point in Bowie, Huh. I would have said there's no chance that happens unless he got hurt mm-hmm. in the first game. He couldn't play. But, you know, that that's, he was just kind of couldn't get going. So there's a lot of things that this team's got to be going on. You know, a lot of programs, it seems like, Coach, especially early in the season with a lot of new guys coming in, it takes a while to get the offense offensive continuity. And it seems like Coach Musselman on the flip side 
it takes a little while for guys to understand exactly how he wants defense to be played. And some guys it takes more than a season, it seems like. But yeah. um, what, what are the keys you think of getting them to play the way he wants it played defensively? I think number one thing is, is, is guards keeping you know in front of them. You're always going to have somebody get beat off the dribble here and there. That's college That's college basketball, especially as tight as they call it. But you know we, we have got to be able to stop dribble penetration. And you know the home game, it was we stopped penetration decent, really, except for Greensboro. The little Langley guards hurt us with their drives, but the but we did up all the open threes, you know, and we guarded the three point line decent there in in Maui or in the Bahamas, but we got beat off the dribble so much. And I just think that he just got to, he's got to continue to work on the angles, getting over, cutting guys off, making guys turn, making guys pivot. And then when guys get in the paint, everybody's got to, you know, the, the, the guy's got to come from the weak side and help. we got to, we got to continue to try to block and change shots and make it to where people know, hey, when I when I drive in against Arkansas, and we're going to see a guard on, on Wednesday, Jeremy Roach, who we saw in the final eight a couple of years ago, He's a pretty good guard. When, when Roach comes in there, he's got to know, man, I can already get this thing off against Arkansas. They're so mm-hmm. they're so long and athletic and full of energy and garden. But that's what you want the new guy's mindset to be. You know, the, the Langley brothers, when they came in from Graceboro, they kind of got to where they're like, hey, we're going to get one blocked here and there, but we're still going to keep attacking. We're just going to keep driving it at these guys. And they were effective doing that. But overall, the defense continues in. And Coach will say it. He has said it in, in Maui. We have got to get better on defense. That's got to be number one thing. Because when his teams get going on defense, and they will, then, then everything else it gets better. You know, our offense will get better because of our defense. Coach, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, someone wants me to ask you, what does Coach Musselman need to do about the players getting technical fouls? Well, I'm old school, so, you know, I, I came from, you know, and under Coach Richardson, uh, he would tell them guys, you better not get technical. And he didn't want no technicals. And his, his deal was, if anybody wants to get technical, I'm going to get technical. And that's just how I was raised. And my high school coach, uh, Jimmy Cunningham and Lynn Harris, that's, it was like, you don't get no technicals. And you just, no matter how the call was or how frustrated you were, you couldn't do it. You know, you can't kick somebody. You know, you can't act like you're going to kick somebody or, all that type of stuff. So there's just things that we have to continue to grow from and learn from and don't have any. You know, we need to be saying right now, hey, guys, we're done with technicals for this year. Coach mm-hmm. Buss, he can get them every game if he needs to. Whatever he thinks to do to fire up his team or he feels like he's getting a bad whistle, that's the coach's prerogative. And he has that right, and a lot of times that can help your team. But as far as the players, you know, I, I think it was probably frustrating for, for the team and, and for the fans that, we battle with, with with Memphis, right? And we lose that game to Memphis, and the, there was the three technical fouls. We lose eighty four to seventy nine. They might they made five technical free throws. You know, mm, that's tough. That, that's not a, that's not a great thing. Coach, I was a little concerned. They passed the ball, and you know, Coach Musselman's always always talking about the number of passes, but the number right. of assists just not there. Uh, do they need a, a, a playmaker, a, a guy who can create for others? Yeah, and I think that early on, the Purdue game and the, ex, the other exhibition, the early games, you felt like L could do that. I mean, he still will be able to at times for sure. You know, there was, there was a game L had 17 points, 8 assists, no turnovers. That, that's running a team and getting other people involved. But 
for whatever reason, he has struggled. He, is, he looked like a, like a different player. And so now Layden's got that opportunity. One good thing about Layden that we saw there, his strength is just great on the ball defense. He plays passing lane. He's good on the ball. He's good off the ball defense. He's a very, very good defense player. He will continue to improve offensively. He can shoot. He can shoot a three. He can shoot a pull-up. But what I loved about him was he was going to get two and three and four offensive rebounds every game. The balls get shot. He'd go flying in from the wing or from the top of the key, and Layton would go rebound, especially on the offensive end. And so you need a point guard that can do things that's going to inspire the rest of your team. And although he's young, he's, he's pretty vocal out there, and uh, it, it, that's, that's – you know, he'll, he'll start again Wednesday, I'm sure. You know, he started yeah. the last the last couple games. He has moved in the story. He started against Memphis, started against Carolina. <laughs> Not yeah. being intimidated, so. No. Um, but go ahead. We, yeah, well, I was say, we were all, you know, it's funny, before the season, we're like, well, he'll probably redshirt, and that'll be cool. they yeah. got a lot of guards. It'll be fine. It's like, eh, guess not. That's <laughs> what we know. Uh, that's why these preseason predictions don't really matter, Coach. That's okay. All right, right. give me uh, we're at Elias Mexican Grill, Coach, and we have been encouraging people to pop by here and eat on the way up to the hill. So uh, we, we love this place, and Moralton, it's right on the way. And if you get back, back through, and I, yeah, there you go. You, you like this spot. It's on the way to the Rock that's when you come back out. through here. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. What am I thinking? Um, okay, so. Give me the give me the Duke breakdown. Have you had a chance to look at them yet? Yeah, I looked at well, I watched their I DVR'd their Arizona game, so that is the one game that I saw from beginning of the end. Uh, I saw it the next day, and Arizona was so good, and they lost they lost by five points. It was a close game there in Cameron, um, and then I saw a little bit. Uh, or one of the guys in basketball sent me a, a deal, and I was looking at. Uh, you know, some of their game against Bucknell, which was on November the 17th, and they, they, they played pretty well in that one. They won by 30. But uh, they're 5-1, and one, and, uh, you know, the big kid, number 30, uh, Philip, what, how do you say his name? Uh, Philip Powski is, the, is kind of the stall, kind of gets them going. And he's a big guy. He can shoot the three. He shoots the games I saw. He, was, he shot like three or four threes at each one, big Kyle. and uh, But he shoots 50%. He's a good player for them. I've already talked about Jeremy Roach. I think he's a really good player. And saw him in person when we played him a couple of years ago. He's he's the point guard. He runs the show. He's a good assist guy. Um, and another guy that can play point, run things for him, is Tyrese Proctor. And I saw, I was looking at the stats this morning. Proctor, he wears number number five. Proctor's got 34 assists, seven turnovers. You know, that's some Lee Mayberry stuff. And he's really turned into <laughs> a good player for them. Yeah. Proctor's good. And uh, he's, you know, he's like 6'5". He's not a little guy. Whereas Jeremy Roach is like 6'1". But uh, Proctor is 6'5". Is and uh, he, he's from Australia. He's one of those NBA Global Academy guys. And so, it's you know, he's, he's a pretty talented player. And for Duke to bring in a guy from Australia. And he can shoot the three, too. He's made two threes in six games. So those are the three key, key guys to be. Jared McCain's another guy. He starts for him. He's a uh, he wears number zero. He's like a six two, six three guard. He's a freshman, and there are people rave on him. He's not had huge numbers yet. He's not had any real big scoring games for him yet. But, but McCain is a very well thought of guy. So you know it, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how they do in this type of environment. They have yeah. not played a road game. Duke has not been on the road, and when you're relying on some of these freshmen, like we talk about, like Jared Kane, and you know even even Tyrese Proctor is a young kid, sophomore, 
it'll be interesting how they yeah. handle Bud Walton Arena. Bud Walton's an incredible yeah. place. It'll be on fire. And, uh, well, hopefully they got some of the guys. The, yeah, hopefully they get some of the guys of the championship team honor them before tip off. Uh, some memorable Duke game, but uh, anyway, yeah. coach, should be fun. I know people have had this one circled for a long time. They're excited about having yeah, them in Bud Walton. I'm sure that that atmosphere this week's going to be wild. Yeah, it should be. It should be wild, and people, you know, people kind of want to give up to some racetrack fans are the best. And I had some church tell me, said, "Coach, think we got any chance on on Sun on a Wednesday?" And I looked as again, it's in Bud Walton, ain't it? I mean, <laughs> you don't know we got a chance. I can I expect yeah. us to win when we play there. So of course, uh, you know, this is not this is not a Duke team. I mean, it's a good Duke team. Maybe a Duke team that wins it. I don't know, but it, to me, it's a Duke team that's good. They hadn't got to be great yet. I mean, they've already lost a home game to Arizona, so it, it, mm-hmm. this is not 1992. And uh, I would, I would hope that we'd be able to win this ball game. Win. This is the point where I don't mention that Arkansas lost at home to UNC Greensboro. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, but I'm with you. I, I, hey, listen, this is typical Musk. Like we know he likes to toy around a little bit and figure it out. I mean, this line. Look at the lineup he's got now versus what they were playing with the first week or two. So I mean, it's yeah. Obviously, he's uh, still great. figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. Coach, enjoy yeah. it. I yeah. appreciate the time so much today. I'm glad yeah. you made it back safe. Glad you had a good trip, and uh, look forward to Wednesday night. Can't wait to hear it on the buzz. Always nice talking to you all. Thanks, Justin, and thanks, Wes. Take care. You bet. Thanks.